Deep Tank is funded by listeners like you. Put your red shirt on and a brown coat too. Everybody's joining the crew. To the Geek Tank. The Rocky Mountain Geek Tank. Hi, I'm Troy. Hi, I'm Chelsea. Hi, I'm Emily. And this is Geek Tank Season 5. Year 2020. 2020. I couldn't see that coming. And I'm Tom Brokoff. Wait, oh wait. He, was he on 2020? I'm Guy Davis, and this is 2020. Yeah. Okay. So we've started the new year. Yes. And we all live through We're all now New here. Barely. I feel like this is a limerick. But really, it's... Now let me make sure... Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Hey! Okay. First, the news. Who's got news? You got news? I got news. Go news. All right, news in a minute. Got a timer? Count your head. Go. All right, Friday, January 3rd. Movie The Grudge is coming out. And you're like, wait, but The Grudge came out 16 years ago. Yeah, seriously, what? The Grudge. And they're calling it The Grudge. Not like Grudge Part 4 or 5 or whatever, just The Grudge. <laughs> um, is, and those of you who don't know, The Grudge was an American remake of the Japanese horror film, Juon. Mm-hmm. What's uh, Translate that for me, Japanese guy. Juon. Show me the kanji. <laughs> oh, that means pizza. Okay. Um, but, you know, pizza, which also means uh, ghost, a vengeful ghost terrorizing a suburban house. In any case, they're uh, saying it's not a, a prequel or a sequel, but a sidequel, which I guess is like Nightquill. That's Why? like Nightquill, except different, yeah. Um, the reviews so far are really bad. They're saying it's just nothing but nonstop jump scares, pretty much, with very little actual... <laughs> Only jump scares. So if you like jump scares, it sounds like the kind of movie for you. Oh, my God. And that's my movie news. <laughs> Excellent. Who's next? You. All right. Uh, as far as uh, things that I learned today, I learned that Nicolas Cage uh, was previously the proud owner of a dinosaur skull. Really hard to get, really rare to get. Bought it back in 2007 for over $270,000. Wow. Turns out it was stolen from Mongolia. So in cooperation with the Mongolian government, Nicolas Cage is actually returning a national treasure. Hi, I see what you did there. Nicely done. That yes. took a lot of constitution. Wow. That's all I got. That's what dinosaur? Uh, it was a type of Tyrannosaurus, um, it, as I don't have it pulled up anymore. Huh. So, <laughs> okay. a type, type of Tyrannosaurus. Hopefully they don't make a, uh, a mold of it to keep. Some type of T-Rex. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Way to go. Way to go, news? Nikki Cage. Nikki Cage. Yeah. Who else got news? News it up. Guy, do you have news? I don't have anything. She doesn't have anything. I'm dying. Oh, okay. I guess I got more news. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my other news is that we have one of our sponsors here. We do. Yes. <laughs> we'll be talking to him in just a second. Yeah. Look, I do his news first. So. From Reddit. What you got? Well, actually, I've just been going through Reddit trying to remember what my news was. Did you read it? I read it yesterday, <laughs> but it's been a long drive for Texas. <laughs> right. And so. How many like Reddit posts? Did you read it while you drove? Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember where drive the hell it was. From Texas. So. <laughs> um, nice. If you don't know what Reddit is. It's a great platform on which you can share a lot of stuff. And People have and it's also a horrible platform. Yeah, don't, yeah don't it's actually that. a time waster. 
it's like Tumblr, but more educational. Sort of, yes. So I do know that uh, SpaceX, and we've got a lot of things going for 2020 in the space field, not the least of which is we should have at least two commercial human flights. This we get to fly on humans? Yes. Wow. That's how, but only only during commercial breaks. Cling tenaciously to my buttocks. <laughs> yes. But only during commercial breaks. So. Oh, my God. That's from Powder Toast Man from Powder Ren and Stimpy. Man. Powder Toast Man flies backwards. Ren and Stimpy. And he saves the Pope. Scares me and the Pope so is riding bad. on Powder Toast Man. But, of course, because he rides backwards, the Pope is facing towards his butt. And so, so the Pope doesn't fall off. Powder Toast Man shouts to him, cling tenaciously to my buttocks. Are you sure you just weren't having a fever dream? I'm sure. I, I bet you could look it up on YouTube. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> During commercial break. Anyway, on Reddit, we get to fly on humans. Yes, we'll have at least two human-rated flights. And we should have a, a moon flight ready, but not with humans. But, but we fly on the moon. We fly with the moon. And also, so you can cling like tenaciously to the moon. You can cling tenaciously to the moon's buttocks. Yes. That's Specifically. Important. That's the dark side of the moon. Does that mean they're also right. sending tenacious So, and then we will also have more information on where we're headed with NASA and Mars. So that's much more of what's going on in 2020. I'm looking forward to some of the things happening nice. there. Of course, obviously, Picard comes up in on January 23rd, yeah. and I'm looking for that. And still no flying cars. Still no flying cars. That's okay. It's I'm 2020. Okay it, it have you the seen the people who drive with, like, with land cars? That's no. Fair. Which I have That's only fair. seen up to episode 5, but I'll see the tomorrow. 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 Oh my god, baby Yoda. Right. Yoda. Um, We've seen to episode 5. So. I haven't seen any of it. All I've seen is memes. Come over tomorrow. <laughs> That's my news. Alright. And I'm sticking to it. So, um, next week we will actually be doing a different kind of broadcast. Um, we have our Star Trek role playing game um, with the Chaucer. It is a wild ride, <laughs> it is an epic ride. So, we'll hopefully catch up in the first bit and then we'll stream that. Um, but Guy and I are part of that campaign. Troy and Emily might be in comments or. In Commons probably or, or doing something beforehand on a different day. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Like I said, we're just going to play it by ear. But the weekend after that, so uh, MLK weekend, January 17th through the 20th, we have Hexacon coming up. And Hexacon is one of our sponsors. It's run by our good friend Dustin over here, and we're going to pull him over in just a second. Um, but definitely, you can still get your tickets. It's still $40 for four days. Like, seriously. That's as cheap as sit. That's $10 a day. Get your passes, like ASAP. Join us. So let's grab Dustin and just go through what's going on at Hexacon that weekend, um, just so that we can talk about all that fun stuff. Dustin, yep, let's here. go over here. Hello. All right. Now we have the do 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 We're going to get copyright stricken. Oh. What if we harmonize it? No. Just, not what if we do it backwards? It'll sound like a theremin when you do it backwards. Right. So everybody, this is Dustin. Let's say hi. Yay! So Dustin runs Hexacon. Um, so what what kind of games are you running over the weekend? What kind of tournaments do we have? Well, we got a little bit of everything for everybody. We've got uh, what the hotness going on right now is uh, Gaslands. That one we keep filling up. 
new and new slots for it. Is that sponsored by Taco Bell? Uh, it is not. Oh. But if you eat Taco Bell while playing Gaslands, totally legit. Totally legit. Uh, we also have a Catan tournament uh, being hosted by the uh, great folks at Cheyenne uh, Gaming Convention that they're having in April. All of us conventions all love each other, so we love it when other conventions help us out running stuff for our con and vice versa. I'm going to try to, even though it starts at 9 a.m., mm-hmm. which might be my problem with it, but I'm going to try to show up and compete in it, and I'll cover it for Geek Tank. Absolutely. So not live, because nobody's going to be awake at 9. And, and uh, that's the first round, so if you don't quite make it at 9, we still will have the first round going for a full four hours. Okay. So that way... Uh, you can still get into first round games, and then we'll get into the second round after. And is it, it will be like a single elimination, double elimination. It's or? gonna be up to Robert based off the number of people that we have. Because oh. we want to make it fun for everyone. And normally he does it where you play three games. It's kind of the best. Out of three. And, yeah, oh, that's that nice. kind of stuff. So, that gives you an opportunity. To yeah, back. it's it's not it's never a straight up elimination. Mm-hmm. It allows you to have you know oh I had a horrible game, but if you get a win, usually you can move over to the next round. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to. I, I played in a Catan tournament years ago, mm-hmm. and it's it. I don't know if it was just the group I was playing with, but nobody wanted to trade anything at all. Oh. And that was very puzzling because it's like <laughs> you need to you, trade. You things. could be getting a good deal, and I would even do like a two for one offer just to try to get someone to trade. And please give it's me wood. Crazy. Oh, the, the last <laughs> tournament I played in um, was up in Cheyenne Convention, and. They play in a tournament. Uh, if you're just a casual player at home, you definitely can still play in the tournament and have a good time. But you will see new things you never thought you could do before. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating to watch it. And Robert does a real good job of, if you're new to Catan, he'll put you on the table with other new folks so you don't get ran. Mm-hmm. But that way you can learn when you move through the, uh, the tournament cycle. Cool. Um, and uh, we will be giving away, uh, of course, free copies of the game afterwards. Nice. And the tournament gets you a seat at the table at Gen Con. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Does it get you a ticket to Gen Con, it too? It gets you a ticket. Wow. A seat at that table. Yeah. Let me tell you, I've been to one Gen Con, and that is pricey. So winning a ticket oh, there yes. is... That's a big deal. It's like half of what it would cost just to get there mm-hmm. and stuff. So... So it's a, it's a great deal. I'll have to watch some YouTube yeah. videos on how to be competitive Fresh at Catan now. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing uh, some of the different strategies out there. A game that's been around for about 30 years. I, it used to be called Settlers of Catan. Um, it, it got imported here to the States in 1995, and it was going for about five years before then. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been around for a long time. The Germans always do board games first because they love board gaming there. They don't do video games. Yep. And we get all of their imports. And other than the uh, a few of the cards in the game, which are like Monopoly, where you claim a Monopoly for different uh, cards and stuff, um, I had a German copy, and it was really easy to learn to play because there wasn't a lot of reading involved. Oh, they so. really want you to sit down and just play. Yeah. yeah, they do a real good job in all their games of doing iconography because, I mean, in... When you're selling to the entire European Union, you need to be not mm-hmm. language dependent. And uh, the United States publishers have really learned not to be language dependent as well, and it just makes games better. Mm-hmm. 
Well, cool. What, what else do you got going on there? It's um, a lot already. Oh, yeah. Um, lots of role-playing. We got uh, Dungeons & Dragons Adventure League. They're going to be dropping their schedule Ooh. this weekend. Cool. What's okay. the, is the league uh, something that continues through all the conventions? It does. And what they have is a yearly kind of storyline that they work through the different conventions. Hmm. And then you have different tiers of characters, basically tier 1 through 4, which breaks down into your character levels 1 through 20. So um, you can then play, in, and it is structured very similar to the old uh, role-playing um, guild that they used to have where you did living campaigns where you could go from con to con with the same character, mm -hmm. leveling up and getting things. That is all what's happening here. Nice. Um, and so we much. absolutely encourage if you play here and then the next convention that's happening in is Genghis Khan. You can play the same character there, mm -hmm. level up your character more, and then you go Origins, Gen Con. It's a really neat system on how it all works. It's super sick. Yeah, and they have some neat prize support as well. And cool. Amazing things. Um, we've got uh, Pathfinder uh, coming with 2.0, so we're going to teach everyone how to play 2.0. Uh, at the convention, and they've got some uh, swag and giveaways uh, for folks who want to get on that. Um, and then we also have other independent role-playing games, uh, Savage Worlds, a lot of uh, open gaming license still, D20 stuff. Uh, so there's a little bit. Of I'm actually a non. I'm a, I'm a character in a Savage Worlds campaign thing as a non-player character um, because I backed a Kickstarter for a card game. That card game was later turned into a role-playing game. They made a manual for the role-playing game in Savage Worlds, and because I was a backer that they created a character for in the card game, that character then got turned into a character for the Savage Worlds game. So you could run into Troy, the combat journalist, in a role-playing game that you play in that. The, the Savage Worlds community is pretty amazing. Um, after the convention, we're going on the Savage Cruise. It is seven crazy days in the Caribbean playing games on a cruise ship. Mm -hmm. we got 100 folks doing that. It's like a role-player's um, dream. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm literally going from running Hexacon four days down and right to New Orleans to get on a ship. Oh, my God. On the, uh, the nice. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to New Orleans before or not, but go to Cafe du Monde. We are, right on, we are right on Bourbon Street, right at the Four Point Sheridan. On there. Uh, so uh, all suggestions I will take, and we will. Go they do. Uh, bing, bing, am I saying this right, guy? Beignets. 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 Uh, it's little balls of fried dough and then covered in powdered sugar. They're delicious. Yum, yum, yum. I, I, eat them fresh. Don't save them for later. I had a powdered <laughs> sugar incident the other night, so I need to be careful. Uh, oh. I had this tiramisu. I had a perfect layer. Of Did you inhale it? Well. What's cute is I put it in my mouth and I went to talk to my wife across from me and all she got was a poof of... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Who was it? Don't inhale. Don't mm. breathe out. No, no, mm. no. It was, it was turned one. into a terror masseuse. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, it was bad. Which is also a horrible the, person who gives massages, a terror masseuse. And, and uh, my wife, the look of both terror and instantaneous laughing at the same time was priceless. It was great. Good stuff. Uh, with the um, convention, uh, the hotel that we're at this year, we've changed hotels. Yes. Um, we went from the uh, Radis, uh, the excuse me, the Ramada up north at 120th. We're now at the Radisson off of 225 in Parker, over by the Cherry Creek Dam. 
Uh, we've tripled our space. Uh, and we've, we've tripled the number of GMs we have too, so we have filled the space, which I'm really happy about. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have uh, two LARPs that are going to be there as well, oh, okay. uh, both Fantasy LARPs, Neuro Empire and Neuro Expedition, mm -hmm. on Saturday and Sunday respectively. Okay. They're taking over this atrium room that also has access to the outdoors, so they can do combat outside. and bring the game inside as well, but hopefully we have good weather so that way that can happen. And usually MLK is not too bad. Yeah, usually it's pretty temperate. Yeah. What about the dealer's room? Do you have the same usual dealers? Dealer's room, we've got an amazing amount of different folks in there. We have the normal folks that you see at most of the gaming conventions. Uh, Wizard's Chest is going to be there with a big setup. We've got time well spent in current games. Um, and then a lot of local uh, folks who make amazing dice towers and trays and jewelry and uh, that type of thing. Um, once again, we're part of Shiny Garden, so if you've been to Malcon or been to WhimsyCon, um, we have similar dealers, but change it up a little bit between the conventions because well, we're a gaming con, not a costume con. Okay. But um, we, uh, yeah, the dealers room is looking great this year for all that. We also have a lot of folks who are there. Um, selling locally built games, uh, designers and companies. We've got about six companies who are uh, selling their games that are made right here in Colorado. That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. It's nice to buy local products. Mm -hmm. Do you have anybody who's doing Kickstarters that are coming to demo? Uh, we do. We have two different folks in Protospiel Room uh, mm -hmm. through the Colorado Game Designers Guild who are going awesome. to be having Kickstarters in the next quarter who you'll get a chance to play test those games and give them feedback nice. uh, before they go to Kickstarter. Do that. Very it cool. helps them so, so much, especially your feedback. Be honest with them. They're usually really nice people. So. Yeah, we've got a whole room dedicated to uh, having a nice space for them to be able to play those games and uh, get feedback and have that interaction. Really workshop on those things. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Super important for any developer to have. So, for sure. we will be there um, for most of the weekend. On Thursday, during our regular broadcast, we're going to just talk about packing for con, what essentials you might need, um, recommended things that you should bring, like water hand sanitizer, stuff like that, if it's your first con, tune in. <laughs> we'll definitely help you out. Um, on Friday, we'll definitely check in and we'll do an interview with Dustin about just what goes on behind the scenes of a convention. Um, some of us do work conventions, but conventions heads are like some of the hardest working people on this planet for just a weekend of fun, so I definitely want to like dive deep into that and see what's all behind that. Um, Saturday is at Catan Tournament. Um, Troy's going to cover In the morning, that. yep. Sunday we'll likely have a panel, we're thinking around 1 o'clock, but we'll see. And then Monday I'll probably be there just hanging out, playing games, working a little bit if I have work to do. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a full <laughs> media room for you all to set okay. up in however you want to configure it. Perfect. Water bed. Yeah. No, my God. What? Try. Espresso machine? <laughs> do they still make water beds? Yes, my mom has a water Your bed. Your mom? My mom has a water bed, yeah. Oh my god. Espresso. Uh, I can I have a can I fill the water bed with espresso? Yeah, espresso machine. Espresso bed. Espresso we'll bed. Also do a convention kind of tour just so you guys know mm -hmm. where everything yep. is and what to expect <laughs> on Friday. Um, hopefully we'll do that early enough in the day. I'm gonna try and get there as early as I can and just get that done for you guys so you can see firsthand like what's happening on the con floor. So you're not like, Where do I gotta get my badge? Mm -hmm. I don't know where it is. I know Friday my kids still have school, so I will be there a little later in the evening with them. 
Uh, we've got uh, some other folks. Mile High Dungeon Delvers is going to hmm. do a four-hour Twitch stream of a live game. Neat. Awesome. Uh, and uh, they also have some panels on, uh, they have one on diversity in gaming and another one on uh, how to do Twitch streaming. Uh, so And then what are, we're doing a thing on Sunday, you said, right? Yeah, on Sunday we're just going to talk about podcasting, like what equipment 101, we need, Podcast 101. What we've but we learned from it. many, many mistakes. And if you guys have any questions. We can do a little brief history of who we are and how we got started, which is how we got our knowledge of how to do it. Sure. So bring your podcast questions on Sunday to our panel, and we'll answer them the best we can. You're Probably you look up a lot of stuff on Google while you ask us questions. <laughs> and you're welcome to hang in the media room with us. Um, as always, you can come visit us, see us, see what's going on. Because um, we'll be in that room or we'll be around the convention hall and we'll probably bust out some games. So if you guys want to come some, play some games with us, you're more than welcome. To I just learned King Domino, which is like a 15-minute game. Which those are the best because, unlike uh, Twilight Imperium, where you have to take half your la- life to play in it, you know, mm-hmm. it's the second just set up and show you, and then we play in 15 minutes. Well, and, and we, got a, we got a nice spot for Guy to do whatever art and doodling he would like to do as well. Oh, okay. Uh, so Body painting? Yep. Um, try, try that again one more time with your thumb. No. No. <laughs> he was concerned that I would do something to his thumb. He is wise. Well, he saw the footage of Biden. I think he thought you were going to do a Biden and bite his thumb. I would say something else, but it would be a Mandalorian spoiler, so I will not. Yes, don't spoil that. No, no. So, guys, you can get your tickets www.hexacon.com. Denver.org. Um, remember, it's forty dollars for four days right now. They will have tickets at the door. It's probably going to be about fifty bucks. So. Yep, it'd be fifty dollars at the door or fifteen a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're selling both day passes and uh, weekend passes uh, online. The day passes will be available all the way until the day. And of. you said fifteen a day. Yeah, 15 that's a, that's. I have to say, being to, uh, to conventions, that's an excellent day price, by the way, because I know some people can't commit to a whole weekend, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and it's. Uh, and I've seen your library from the last text account, and I know it hasn't gotten any smaller. No, no, it so, 15 bucks to go try out games before you buy them, I'm going to tell you right now, is an excellent deal. No, it's awesome. Um, we've, we've combined our library with Gamers Giving's library that nice. you've seen at VCon and uh, some other conventions. So, of rolling carts, we have almost 20 rolling carts full of games wow. from the past probably 40 years of gaming. Cool. Um, oh, wow. And excellent. then. Uh, we will have play-to-win games there as well from Envoy and those yeah. folks. So and for those of you not interested in that, you, you play in a game and you write down your name and the game that you played on this list and it goes into like a lottery. Mm-hmm. And the more games you play, the more chances you get at those lotteries and you can win that game if your name is drawn from that lottery. Absolutely. Which is super, super fun. Yeah. And, and the games that they have usually uh, you know, have just had Street Day or they're coming out in the next month. Mm-hmm. So you're getting them before... Usually you can even get them from the retailer and you get a play to win. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I am too. It should be a really good weekend. I'm, re- I'm looking forward to a really relaxing weekend on the City of Con. Mm-hmm. Usually we're all up and about. We're like, we'll have our own media room. We've got our schedule. <laughs> 2020, <laughs> the year of scheduling things. <laughs> you relaxed, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> well, um, anything else you like to add there? I think no. you covered it all. Absolutely. Well, cool. We're going to... Well, we're going to roll to a a break, and then uh, Guy will magically reappear when we come back. I know, isn't it? Thank you, Dustin. Thank you so much for coming back. Yeah, thank you, Dustin. We'll be back right after this. 
Geek Tank is sponsored in part by Geekway Homes. If you're a geek and you need a home, contact Geekway Homes at www.geekwayhomes.com. Also, we're sponsored by Kieran Games. If you need games, this is the place to go. Contact Kieran Games at kierangames.net. And finally, we're sponsored by Hexacon 2020. Coming up MLK Weekend, Hexacon 2020. We're also sponsored by people like you. If you want to help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash foxblade. Thank you. Now back to you. Okay, we're back. Oh my god, it's 2020. It's the start of a new decade, isn't it? No, it's not. I feel like I was once Dustin, but I'm not anymore. Hmm. (laughs) Did you dust off? So, a lot of people are talking about how 2020 is the start of a new decade because people really seem to want that fresh start. But And Troy is being pedantic. I mean, when you think about it specifically, there was no year zero, right? <laughs> there is no zero. Well, in 1720, there was a plague, you know, and then in... Uh, <laughs> that kind of counts as a restart. 1820, there was a plague. In 1920, there was a plague, so... I'm kind of concerned. Of course, without all these, with all these people skipping vaccinations, we we're due for a, yeah. a, plague. We're due a, for plague. a proper plague. Proper, a proper plague. A proper plague. Mm. Proper plague. I mean, worse. we've already had a measles and an an Ebola outbreak. Ebola. Uh, a boiler. I can't work for garbage, so it just it is what it is. It's a boiler. You know, I I, uh, I call Ebola the monkey squirts. By the way. <laughs> Just because um, what happens to you, and it originated from a monkey, supposedly. I'm not so responsible for him. Oh so you can add that to you. Add that to your. Responsible. Add that to your lexicon. There, monkey squirts. Like literally anything. Oh my god. So the the big debate is: is it a new decade or not? And because uh, a lot of people really want it to be called, it's a new decade. Yeah, and people were doing like rewinds on YouTube of the whole decade. They were like, Yeah, it's like, hey, check out the end of the decade. decade. There's 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 decade. decade. And, well, and, and technically, and here's from. The, here's the thing. I mean, it's, it, this is another one of those where I've had this discussion before. Every 10 years. Versus <laughs> literal. Because we have those. It's been 10 years the since the last. We, we, had them. we had these so 20 years ago. Which, by the way, 20 years ago was 2000, and 20 years ago was 1980. I'm just saying. I can't I'm sticking Y2K right was to it. 20 years ago. Right? That's still so blows So Y2K, we had the same it's problem. Dumb. You know, oh, it's a new decade. Well, it's not really. Not until 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still kind of one of those things where it's like, well... Which makes me wonder, did this start 10 years after the calendar? So the truth of the matter is... Or nine years, I should say. We've lost a number of years throughout the years. Okay. Because of leap years? There have been, well, first of all, we didn't do leap years for many, many years. Oh. And so for a long time, the calendar just kept creeping. And then finally, at some point in time, it was like the middle of winter in July. And they were like, okay, this is not right. Something's really wrong here. So they just dumped a whole bunch of months. What I love about leap year is that because next or because this year is a leap year, Christmas is going to be on a Friday. Three-day weekends. It's the only good thing about a leap year, unless your birthday's on the 29th. That's the other good thing about a leap year. My dad was born on the 28th. He was like almost a leap year baby. 
He was so close to being a super young dude. Good job, Steve. I don't think we get a leap year this year, do we? we no, do. we do. Every we four only, years. We only get, well, yeah, but it skips 2000. Is it? It skips Did whole it? number of years. No, 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 no. Hang on. Because it's... Once every four years. No, we got a 29th. It's 365. That's what we have an extra day. 2463 year days. So it's not quite a quarter day. So there's no 0 AD or 0 BC. We don't actually get leap years every four years. Why do we even have a calendar? So all of a sudden, you have just decided that your world is coming apart around your around you. Everything is awful. It's just Everything's dumb. not cool when time is involved. It's too wibbly wobbly. I mean, we started we started winter months after it had already been snowing. Like, we got snow before we got... Don't try to keep track of August. time by weather. Before Halloween. I mean, Especially the Denver Colorado weather. weather. But, but climate change is not a thing. Remember that. Climate change is not a thing. No, global warming is global not a thing. Global warming is not a thing. You can't get warm when it's snowing. It's just... That's not how it works. Okay, Boomer. Geek Tank is not responsible for you. <laughs> Don't be responsible for me. That's a great idea. Oh my god! You and me. Let's go, buddy. All right. It's been, like, it's been so chaotic. Let's go be responsible like, together. After like all of the Christmas stuff, like I really think people just want a super fresh start, right? Every New Year's is like this fresh golden start that you come into either super hungover or just tired. And I think calling it a new decade is about super as logical hungover. as anything to make a change. Skidding <laughs> into the new year, like. I'm actually, um, so we're going to go to the gym this morning, and I'm actually super glad we didn't because our gym actually sent out an email saying, hey, all normal gym people, remember that January 2nd is yes. the day when all the new people come in. Yep. Be very courteous to them and help them out if you can, but just know that there will be more people in the gym than usual. And since I'm still kind of recovering from the sinus thing, we just didn't go Should have gone. This morning. You should have made it. You should have yeah. put them to the test for the New Year's resolution. No. Like, oh, you're resolving to come to the gym. <laughs> See how, how often you come there. How long that lasts. I would have coughed. I would have just left my snot everywhere. Nice. Like it's a like slug. A trail. trail. Yes. Oh, it was disgusting this morning. So, uh... So for those of you who are wondering, why, why, what's why the whole deal here? with the new decade? Well, that question will never be answered correctly. Um, what we're talking about is we went straight from BC calendar to the AD calendar, but we went to AD 1, not AD 0. So day 1 was year 1, not day 1, year 0. And so for 10 years from year 1 puts you at year 11 to stretch for a decade. Yeah. While we're so. at it, we should note that the calendar did not start at that time at all. In fact, it started in 433 with the Nicaea Convention. But that <laughs> Ikea? was backed up. Did I love Ikea. The beginning of they, they, well, that's when they decided that Jesus was great born. It was, I mean, that's when they guessed that Jesus was born. So, Because they didn't have birth records. It's like totally guesswork. But they, had the, guesswork. they had the census. Everything is guesswork. Joseph and certain. Mary had to go all that way to register uh-huh. except they should have registered and then they would know jesus there was no birth certificate this is so complicated yes they should have you registration just forms. use your so. registration forms i mean they were in roman i mean this is a whole it big part easy. of the story is like mary had to get on a donkey and ride all that way that's a different show baby like so you didn't register that nobody was like oh my god jesus toad's born so at some point, somebody decided to say every 10 years being a, a decade, we want to celebrate the new decade. So the question comes up, when that started, did they say that on a zero or on a one? So the problem with God, of course, is that all of our decades 
are completely colloquial. Mm -hmm. The 20s, the 30s, the 40s, mm -hmm. the 50s, and the 60s. When you say the 80s, you people don't say people 1981 yeah people to assume 80 to, no. to 89. 80. Right. I yeah. mean, we talk about because you were born uh, yeah. in the 80s. If you were born in 1990, technically you were born in the 80s. I was yep. born in the 80s. Nice. Dream come true. No, you weren't. <laughs> However, oh, it, you, the, the reality is that you know we don't talk about colloquially like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Now. Technically, that's true, and if you're going to run things like astronomy or Julian calendar or anything like that, yeah, you absolutely want to put it as 81 to, like right. to 90. Well, but it's because people, when they're born, they start counting from day zero, yeah. and that people like to have things simple and connected. So if you apply the same thought process to the decades, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it comes to one of those things, at what point does the masses dictate how things are preserved, like you're saying. So if people want it to be, the well, new decade starts so at bad. zero. And that's the thing. It's like, it depends on what, I guess my whole thought is, it depends on what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Scientifically, anything that happens this year is going to have happened in the teens, scientifically. <laughs> However, if you're going to talk about like TV shows or kids being born during or kids the being raised VH1 in, like, series. our, our <laughs> nine-year-olds are going to be, your nine-year-old, ten-year-olds, mm -hmm. our nine-year-old, ten-year-olds, this is going to start their decade of core memories, like our 80s. Yep. This is their 80s. Well, so like, they're going to call the 20s their 80s. I don't remember 2010 being this big deal. I remember Y2K being a big deal. That's because everybody thought, thought the computers the were gonna going to eat them. Explode. Because they thought when it cranked over from 1999 to 000, it was going to implode. Yeah. The planes were going to drop. Probably. Because we all just played Starcraft. Because I remember, I remember they played. We were like, going ahead, crash our computers, we're ready. I remember that was the one time, the one time you could play Prince's 1999, and it actually was 1999. So, so we partied like it was 1999, because it was 1999. So we really weren't partying like it was. We were actually partying. Because it was, right? Or 1999. And nobody drove a little red Corvette to the party or wore a Raspberry Aww. Beret. And That's too else. bad. Mm -hmm. That could have been markedly more interesting than it needed to be. Yeah. First thing I do when I get a time machine, then right. go back go to 1999. Put a red Beret on. No, Raspberry. Raspberry Beret. And nothing else. And nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it needs to come from a second hand store. Yes. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> How is it the guy kept missing me when I was there? I know. Because I went back in time in my time machine and told me, Don't do it. Just get out. Well, when people refer to decades, it, it's almost always in reference to something like pop culture. Uh -huh. So that's a, they don't refer to a decade in scientific terms. Which is one of the reasons why it's not that big, not that widely used, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's because it's always in pop culture. We, we flash back to the 80s. We count Blondie's song that came out in 1980. Even though I've got to admit, some of those songs were very disco, and do sort of have a lot of. Touch you like disco. I do like disco. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good show. That's what I thought. So, um, but yeah, I mean it's. But that's. So the easy answer is time is complicated. And the complex answer is. Time is complicated. Pop culture is annoying. Actually, <laughs> messes with time. I find time to be easy. Pop culture and history, those are complicated. Oh my God. 
So now that we're in a new year, I know it's not a new decade. It's definitely a new year. We're in a new year. So that's indisputable. Did everyone make New Year's resolutions? Because I know some people just don't, and I know some people do. I did. What What are your New Year's resolutions? We've decided that we're going to keep the house cleaner this year. We're actually going to like work on that to try to keep the house much cleaner, and we're going to start nest egging for 2021 Japan. Nice. Which is what we're heading for. For your little one too. Yep. So All of us. And if if we if we get our Japanese teenager, which likely will happen, mm-hmm. then she gets to go back on her own ticket. We're just saying she can sit with us. <laughs> but we were looking at the prices, and this is going to be like we've got a nest egg, like something like ten to twelve grand mm-hmm. for this to get the entire family over there, and that's including the idea that we'll be staying with friends. Yeah. But then you'd be stores. secure, you know. Yeah. And you might come back with a little bit of cash. Because we know how uh, spacious the residents are in Japan. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Because, like, uh, the, our buddies... I'm sorry. No, our, you're good. Keep going. Our buddies were saying, you can just stay with us. And I'm like, you are aware that that's three of you already with three mm-hmm. of us. And you live in a closet already. <laughs> I've seen your house. It's not the world's largest house. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you'd put us if we were there. I was going to say, the Japanese government is now giving away or selling old homes in the countryside that have fallen into disrepair, just buy a house for the week. Oh, there you go. We'll just live. <laughs> live in a decrepit... Because none of them are haunted. Apart. Haunted. It's not haunted I'm worried haunted. about. Have you seen the bugs over there? <laughs> <laughs> Bug-filled house. That's... that. But 100 yen, that's ghosts. a deal. Ghosts can be yen? there. Go in the winter. Yeah, right. Might be 1,000 yen. I don't know. Either way, 1,000 yen, 100 yen, it's a deal. It's a deal. 100 yen's a dollar. <laughs> It's, it's like dollar. the dollar houses that they're selling in Italy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a deal. I know my yen conversion. Right. But do you know your yen conversion? He's working on that. His spiritual guidance. None of these things are endorsed by Geek Tape. <laughs> Troy and Emily, they're on their own. Yeah. So we did that. Um, we also, I'm going to, I am desperately going to try to lose some weight this year, I think. I'm done with this. It's starting to kill me. Starting to really hate literally? it. So, yeah, quite literally. My d- my dad had commented that he said, "I think you and I are in a race to see who will die first. Oh my like, god! Maybe that's Ouch, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Well, he said he needs to lose weight too. So we're both gonna try to lose weight over the next year. <laughs> so this is this is a this was a uh, a challenge. My dad set a goal. So. But the other thing is, I really, I really want to start doing cosplay again with Star Trek uniforms. And the way the Star Trek uniforms are cut, they don't do well going this way. They do better going this way. Unless you're doing Scotty. Unless you're doing Scotty. That's always a good motivator to lose weight too. If you're setting yourself a goal like. Uh, something that's near and dear to me and a couple of my friends is organ donation. You have to be under a certain weight I'll to donate to live do- donate an organ. So consider that as a goal and to uh, donate a kidney and save a life. Yeah, I mean, now, for those of you who are probably already kind of worried, I don't intend to lose weight because I want to fit into Starfleet uniforms. I want to lose weight because I wish to live to be 80 and not, say, live to be 60. Just using so the Starfleet uniform really, as a carrot. Right, I'm just using that as my carrot so that it makes it a little easier to... Well, I always used weight loss uh, metaphor as it's like grinding a stone with water. It's so much harder to get a stone to go away with water than it is to just add to it. 
Yeah. So um, you can't, you have to really not pay too much attention to measuring it on the downward slope. Just make sure it's not going up. Yeah. yeah. And just realize it's a long battle. Well, and I've done the, I've done the, the math and realized that most meals in America are a thousand calories. So if I can just kill one meal, I'm good. And so that's what I'm doing. We're all rooting for you, guys. Yes. Yeah. Get it. Sorry. I figured if I make resolutions of things I don't already do, I can keep them. Like I'm not. I'm gonna resolve not to smoke. There you go. And Good not job. to do crack or okay, math. Please don't. Yeah. I don't want to see you peel your own face off. <laughs> that might happen so, regardless. Yeah, you'd, but you'd have to. You'd have to. I really know someone some like latex. We can make it happen. No bath salts. No bath signals? No bath salts. Okay, bath salts. Yeah. But those those feel so nice when you put them in the bathtub. Yeah, just don't huff them. Bath, oh, okay. So, <laughs> I've actually made no resolutions because I found that um, anything that I would want to make, a new year, doesn't give me the willpower I need to keep that. So um, any goals I was going to try to obtain, just saying, what's well, a new year, so I'm going to stick to it never helps me stick to it. If I'm going to stick to something, it has to be coming from somewhere else than it being just a new year. It's kind of nice too because then when you have a goal that you want to attain, you just go do it. Like for example, um, our engineer and myself uh, covered the NDK with Nandesukan's New Year's Eve thing and he's got these really cool um, ninja boots which I've heard some people call ninja toes, but I thought ninja toe was the word for the sword. So I don't know what the boots are called, but I know they're... Tabby. Tabby, Tabby, Tabby. Like a Tabby cat. In my house. Um, <laughs> Tyler loves his Tabby. Yeah, they're called ninja toes because I think they're calling it ninja toes. Toes, yeah. A ninja toe is a, a ninja sword. Um, but they, uh, they're also commonly worn by just construction workers and workers over in Japan. I think they're cool looking, but I don't think any would really fit me really well unless if I had them custom made. And so I figured, well, same thing, like a costuming thing, that if I could lose enough weight, then maybe it would be worth getting some custom-made boots at that point, so that way I wouldn't have to have them altered later on. Sure. So you would get a shirt carrot. Kind of, but it's not a big enough carrot that, I, that it alone is going to work. But it was one of those extra little things to put on the scale to help tip it type thing. Gotcha. Um, really what it is is I'd, any type of weight loss thing has to be a lifestyle choice because it's not. And so I just need to find a routine I can fall into. And now that I've got a new gym gym membership, nice. I'm going to try to get back to something I did years ago, which is try to go every time I, after I drop my kids off at school, mm-hmm. set aside that hour to go do something at the gym. And if I can get the routine going again, that's what works. But knowing that a lot of people make resolutions, I don't want to do it this month because I know there's a whole bunch of people going and it's going to be packed. Wait until about March when everybody gets yep. up. I figured I'll go check because most people are working during the daytime, so maybe it actually yeah, won't it, be that bad. It does get pretty quiet, yeah. you know. Like we go anywhere from like six thirty to nine o'clock, and sometimes it's we go back just because it's right near our house. Yeah, so. but I can say my my the one resolution I tried to make last year didn't come through, and I was really disappointed, which was trying to get um, a project set up that didn't come through. So I'm try so I still want to get the project going, but I don't want to set a time limit because then when you don't hit that time limit. It's uh, really I, I, for me, I find it much more crippling. Right. Because sure. it's easy to get down on myself for not meeting that goal. Right. How about oh. you? How about you? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> we got a big goal this year. She's um, hoping that by 2021, her hair will dry. <laughs> <laughs> so I've gone towards natural hair. I'm gonna keep my hair very natural. I might do some like little overtone colors on top of it, but it's been dyed enough. I'm kind of just 
Does it damage hair when you dye it? It does damage your hair, and it was an anxiety thing. Whenever mm. like I felt really ugly, I would just dye my hair. Oh. And so it was like a constant vicious cycle of me damaging my hair more and more and more. Um, it's the same thing with my skin. Um, and we're working on a Don't lot dye of- your skin. No, no, it's just like trying Unless different things, Kimura, which is really, really bad for your skin. You should give skin routines about six months to be effective. Um, so we're looking at making our own soap, our own shampoos, mm. our own conditioners with more cool. natural ingredients. And we're also looking at clean eating as well because we're really trying to reduce our carbon footprint. And we're really trying to live more minimally. So we're happier because we just threw out a ton of stuff and donated a ton of stuff because we just didn't need it. Like, six garbage bags worth of stuff that I had went out the door. If any of them were miniatures, I'm going to be so mad at you. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I don't collect miniatures. Okay. Not stuff. weapons. No. Okay. <laughs> not, tiny plastic space, not tiny plastic spaceships, because he needs those. I don't have any <laughs> tiny plastic spaceships. Okay. We were worried. Oh, yes. We have our tiny I was very worried. That was great. So, the biggest reason for this huge, huge train changes in 2019 I got a lot stronger finally I am actually at a weight that I have maintained for over eight months and I'm very very happy because I used to be very underweight and so I'm happy to be at a healthy weight I'm happy to be physically stronger uh, but I also want to get even more stronger and Tyler wants to lose weight even more strong sorry English I speak it um, so Tyler and I are going to the gym every day that we get a chance to because we want to walk the West Highland Way in August. Um, he's taking the bar in July, and I turn 30 in September, so it's kind of our couple trip to kind of solidify those goals for us. Um, so we're going to go backpacking. So we're going to do a lot of hiking this year. We're going to do a lot of camping this year. I haven't been camping since I was like 10. So You can have all the camping to yourself. I, I don't want any. <laughs> you can have my portion of camping. So, yeah. yep. We're going to go to the gym. We're going to hike. We're going to camp. We're going to backpack. That's awesome. Do like a lot of just staying outside and, and making sure that we're not at home and we're not just being mindless consumers anymore. Because um, I also gave up buying polyester, nylon, and acrylic, hmm. which I think is the scariest decision I've ever made in my life because everything is made of those three fabrics. <laughs> Cotton and wool, 100% cotton and wool is very hard to find, but I already have clothes. I can buy clothes secondhand if I really, really need to. It's going to be okay. Nice. There are companies that do um, 100% organic, which is nice, but there are companies that also do recycled yeah, polyester and blends, and those are a great opportunity because it is going to be nearly impossible to cut polyester out of your life as you're finding out, and acrylic and all of those things. So, looking I'm at drinking it right like now. Patagonia and stuff like that are really going to help That's you out long term in your journey. If you need any help with that, I work in a green company. Let me know. Yay! We're definitely doing it. It's it's it feels really good. Cool. Just to be like saving the environment how we can. So. Or ever since I've known you, you've been super physically active and training and sword fighting and stuff. So it's been impressive. You know, I think you're super strong and cool. Thank you. So. you I'm like guy. I'm happy. <laughs> yep, I'm super weak. But yeah, if we ever want to have just like a workout day with Geek Tank, we can all just run to the gym and work out. Oh, there's my 10 sit-ups. I'm done. <laughs> you haven't even seen giant sets yet, Trey. So giant sets? Um, so it's uh, sit-ups, crunches, Side crunch, side crunch, and then um, you do Pilates, which is your legs come up and your legs go down. Mm. And you do like five reps of each thing in a row, and then you rest for 30 seconds, and then you do it again. It's brutal. 
I'll stick to just I'll stick to just hitting things with sticks. I mean, fair. There you go. That's a good way to get small. Emily, what you decide Emily. on? Uh, I haven't actually made any New Year's resolutions. I think Yay! the only New Year's resolution I ever kept. <laughs> I like kept, the fact there's a line right here. There is a line right here. <laughs> um, the only New Year's resolution I ever kept was last year, um, 2018 into 2019, or, or for 2018, my resolution was to get my scuba certification. Nice. And I put it off all the way until December of 2018. But you did it. And I got my certification before Yay. January 1st. So, and you're so uh, happy. I, I, I love it. So I, I could say that my goal this year is to get the next step in my certification. Cause that's what would that be? Easy, uh, it's basic open water um, second level. Basic, basics part two. Okay. Uh, so learning about, uh, you uh, really drive home the efforts of buoyancy, um, navigation, because navigating underwater is completely different than navigating on land. You lose it's all... It's always really hard to get the sextant out. It's hard to take the sightings. Yeah. Right, right. You, you got to really, really know... Everything you wanted to know about sextants, but we're afraid to ask. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So it's just, it just be... Um, solidifying my scuba skills but even then I I when I set resolute goals I tend to abandon them I had so many resolutions in 2019 like uh, start embracing minimalism learn a new language all this other stuff it's just like nah, I'm gonna live and I'm just gonna do stuff as it comes and if I do something that I wanted to do all the better for it resolve to paint every miniature I have there's 365 days. I don't think. I'm pretty sure I have over 365 miniatures. I don't I was think that's say, possible. I've got more starships than that. Yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest thing about resolutions is um, somebody had posted on Twitter, and I can't remember who it was. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> but they said, you it's know, you, I want to set goals that I can drop and totally fail at, but pick back up. Huh. And I think the biggest thing is be easy on yourself. Don't set a thing like my biggest thing was like I was gonna I was gonna I'm gonna do Korean every day. And I woke up on the second, still with a sinus headache, and just totally hungover. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, stop pressuring yourself. Stop making your anxiety worse. Just pick it up when you can. That's good life advice. Yeah, that's good life advice. It, you shouldn't be doing things that are going to cause you like just a depletion in your mental health. Yep. Yeah. Knowing that we were going to talk about resolutions on the drive up, I was thinking it would be funny to say I resolve not to eat fast food anymore. And then, of course, on the first day, my kids are like, let's go to McDonald's. Like, well, that was blown. That, was, that wasn't really a resolution. I just thought it was funny that right, right, they right, wanted right, McDonald's right. on the very first day of the first year. Yeah. I, um, or first I year, the, the new year. In the past, and I've done new really, decade. really well yeah, with dropping new decade. Zero, right? You're zero. Except Starbucks, of course. Coke zero. And we're always here. So I've done really, really well with um, with no fast food. I think it's just like you need to know what's attainable for you, right? And you need Never to have kids. Really what it comes down to. It's yeah. so hard not to eat fast food when you have kids. Do you guys do like meal kits or anything? Meal no. Well, well, it's I have a one super picky eater. Oh. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, there's been days where I go to two different fast food places because they can't agree on the same fast food place. And oh my gosh, you're such a nice Thank goodness dad. for drive-throughs. <laughs> But it's and I wonder, you know, why am I like that? Because I remember it as a kid, that wasn't the way our home was. Our home was this what is what's get? on the table. You eat it or don't. Mm-hmm. And um, the maybe that's what I've got is he doesn't. And then in the middle of the night, he sneaks a whole bunch of potato chips. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's no. what he ate. So we've Bad got a little. resolution. You know, now 
which is she she my wife's gonna go through and, and there's gonna be a purge. I was gonna say uh, years ago years ago when my family did the uh, cleansing thing where we killed everyone. No, that's not that cleansing. Um, it's. Uh, we had to remove the things from the house that we weren't supposed to eat for the cleanse because if it's there, it gets eaten. And so that's the only way to control that is to simply not have it available. Yeah. So. Don't do it. Don't tempt yourself. Which I think is good, too, because you realize all the crap that you eat. Like, I don't know. I didn't eat vegetables for, like, three months, I found out. And I was like, how did I not eat vegetables? <laughs> So my problem with be- eating vegetables is the wheelchairs get stuck on my teeth. That's a joke from the 80s I learned. 1980s. Oh my god. 1980 for that matter. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, it's, a very, it's a very the inappropriate joke. Side over here, chaotic side over here. Yeah, seriously. Oh my god. I think it's going to be a good it's year. It's such a ridiculous joke. I can't fit a wheelchair in my mouth. So. Right. I mean, come on. Jeez. Can you unhinge your jaw like a python and just... Do the, do the Pennywise thing. <laughs> uh, have okay, we, we got four minutes. <laughs> oh, so I can do four more minutes of my bit. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> so, uh, as you'd mentioned, uh, next Thursday will be a live cast of the role-playing game. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then after that, we'll be at Hexagon. Yeah. Where we will all be doing various. Is that, is that actually on a Thursday night? Because I thought it started Friday to it Monday. Starts on Friday, so I wanted so Thursday to do we like a, a, packing a packing for the convention. Are we like meeting here? Are we doing it online? Um, might do that online. Okay. Might do that. I'm not sure yet. Let me figure that out on my end. Like what I want to do for that. Um, camera settings and stuff like that. I might be able to pre-record something. So we'll keep in touch and talk about it. All right. So. Yeah, so we'll go through and we'll do Hexacon, um, and you guys can come join us, mm-hmm. and that'd be Definitely great. Definitely love to see you. Yep. And for those of you who can't make it, you can watch. You can watch us, and then go, why am I not there? Which is what we would be saying to you. And let us know what you'd like to see as well. Let us tomato. Yeah. Any request? Any request, yeah. Um, Tyler and I are going to be documenting like our journey to the West Highland Way. Um, so that'll be up on the Geek Tip website and on Facebook for you guys. So if you have any questions about where we are or what we're doing, we're going to try and keep everybody posted. Because that just keeps us motivated to keep climbing towards that goal. I want you to document the food you eat. And the food? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and if you guys have any uh, goals that you guys came up with for 2020, why don't you go ahead and post those on our Facebook page, and we'll talk about those, too. That sounds like a thing. So my page is frozen. I don't know if we froze yeah, over I there or not. Our page is frozen over here. Not yeah. the video. Video's still going. Oh, my but, video's frozen. But I, I haven't had anything in the, in the, uh, the motor pool, motor pool a in a while. Dun, so dun, dun. I'm not even sure whether we've good. got motor pool people. Dustin's saying it looks good for him, so. Yeah. That works for me. <laughs> it just refreshes, so we're fine. There you go. Well, I want to thank Dustin for being here with us tonight. Yes. That'd be awesome. That was great. And we'll see him at Hexacon. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. And thank you guys for being here. Yeah. It's always good to see you. There we go. I'm, I'm getting movement. I'm getting movement there. <laughs> Finally, it's like, Aaron hey. say, read more books. Yep. You know what? That actually is, uh, that's actually something that my we, we decided to. We're all going to try to read at night mm-hmm. before we go to sleep. Because I've gotten to the reading Reddit before I go to sleep, and, and I'll run that. Away. I'll stay awake until well, for two hours. From what I've heard, though, you don't want to look at a screen, so you need to make it an actual book. E-readers specifically don't have the blue light that they keeps don't. you awake. Okay. There right, because I've got, I've got a book. 
I've got a book loaded right now on my Kindle, which just sits on a little stand by my bed, so I can turn over and, and you can sleep curl on up, them. and then yeah, then I can just fall. I read until I fall asleep, and it works perfectly. Yeah. So, if you do, I haven't been doing that. Do a book on tape, and then it can read to you while you're asleep, and then, you just absorb it. Absorb it. Because yeah. she'd be like, "Will you tell that book to shut up?" Well, for book lovers, remember that there are free little libraries all around your local neighborhood. So definitely check those out. They just opened one at my gym, so I've been doing the take a book, leave a book every there's other also, week, which is super nice. If you're doing that with the library, there's also app readers now, yeah, where you can download the, the books to your app reader, and it. Right. It, it checks like itself back in. That'd be an interesting like, way to get your so. fanfic read, is to like print it and put it in one of those oh, libraries so people read your fanfiction. <laughs> Please leave comments below. <laughs> JK, JK. Children do not read. Do not read. 18 plus super trash. Yes. <laughs> super trash. <laughs> do, 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 do. I know that song. That was the yes. 80s group. Super trash. That was the 70s super group. Trash. Super trashy. Uh, okay, for those, guys, those listening yeah, on our website... Our motor pool is a place where you can come watch us live on Facebook Thursday nights, and you yes. can comment, and we will interact with you. So if you are listening to this, please come check us out on Thursday Live on Facebook. Yeah. Okay, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us. I've been Guy. I've been Troy. I've been Chelsea. I've been Emily. And this is Geek Take. No, 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 no. As always, you can email us at questions at RockyMountainGeekTank.com. Join the conversation on Twitter at RMGeekTank. You can also follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Tumblr for Rocky Mountain Geek Tank. Feel free to join the conversation. We look forward to hearing from you. Geek Tank is a production of Fox Blade Media and is protected under Creative Commons 3.0 license. Kevin Weibler is our engineer, and our music was composed by David Cole. Geek Tank is funded by listeners like you. Please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash foxblade. I'm Mike Davis, coming to you from Twilight Zone.